Welcome back to Second Watch on the YouTube and podcast homes for BamaOnline.com. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst, back with you following the Alabama Crimson Tide's 27-24 win over the Georgia Bulldogs in the 2023 SEC Championship game. Nine straight wins in SEC title contests for the Crimson Tide now under Nick Saban. An amazing stat. So many stats we could get into. Uh, it is college football playoff. Selection Sunday. I am recording this before the reveal around midday on this Sunday. So no reactions to that here. Going to be joined by Tim Watts. We're going to do that live right there on our YouTube channel for BamaOnline.com. So you'll be able to jump on board with that if you would like to as well. But for now, we're going to go back over the events of Saturday evening in the ATL. And we'll get things started with Alabama on the offensive side of the football, Georgia won the coin toss, deferred to the second half. So here's Alabama in a third and seven. Jalen Milrow at quarterback. Roydell Williams offset to the left. No Jace McClellan in the game on Saturday. And so Alabama working from 11 personnel here, trying to convert a third down. It was problematic for this offense, really, throughout Saturday's game with an emphasis on the first half. So Get Amari Nyblack across the formation. And this is a little bit of a tip on what you could expect to see from Georgia as far as how it was going to approach Jalen, at least until he made some throws or made some plays with his arm to those receivers that were going to dissuade the dogs from going with a three-man pass rush. You see two guys there in the middle of the field as spies. The dogs really rotated a lot of guys in at the linebacker positions, 11 18 to 32. We're going to see five coming up here in a little bit as well. So Jalen wants to work something in the middle of the field here. It is pretty much closed. He tries to escape and there is one of those two spies. 11 for Georgia was a problem throughout the game. We'll see that some more as we move along as well. Georgia here does a good job picking up uh, this outside receiver. The back here, that's Roydell out to the top. Uh, really not much to work with. Jalen tries to make a play with his legs. He's not able to. It is a sack, and it is a punt. You'll see it here again. Unless he gets to this guy right here crossing quickly, there's not going to be much to work with. And even then, Georgia's in pretty good shape. Good coverage for Georgia across the field. Uh, Levin's patient, and he's able to make the play walker for Georgia on Jalen Milrow. So now Georgia with the football, opening snap for the Georgia offense in the game. This is something we heard from Nick Saban post-game that was interesting. I think Georgia motioned to the field maybe more than Alabama anticipated. There you see Dom Lovett, the Missouri transfer, motioning across the formation. And now you've got some numbers issues because of it. Because once you ball fake here to the back and you get Jihad Campbell, reacting to that now you've got two receivers to the field and you got this guy by the name of Brock Bowers how many times have we seen it over the last couple of three seasons how does Brock Bowers get so wide open well it's through plays like this because now you've got a single safety basically sitting up here got your star defender down here in Malachi Moore you got Downs dropping down to the motion to the field and so you're going to just slip Brock Bowers out to the flat. Easy throw and catch to get Carson Beck going. 
And now you're in chase mode because Campbell is behind the play. Key is having to come across the field from that boundary safety position and try to make that tackle. It's an explosive play to Bowers to get things going for the dogs. Once again, motion with Lovett to the field. And this is something that specifically Saban mentioned that he didn't like as a result of the defense that Alabama was employing early. You'll see the arrow right there on Dallas Turner. Now he's in drop mode, but you don't have leverage out here on that motioning receiver. It's another easy toss to the flat. Dom Lovett with the catch. Caleb Downs comes up. You got Dallas Turner in pursuit as well. But again, another easy touch in the quick game. You knew going into this game, until Alabama could get Georgia out of those quick game throws, Georgia will stay with it, understandably so. Easy throws, easy catches, easy first down. So a few plays later, Georgia is on script, and Mike Bobo, the UGA offensive coordinator, had a good one to open this game. And again, this is more of good from Georgia than anything else. Kind of work you to the field, work you to the field, work you to the field, and now, guess what, going to run back into the boundary with Kendall Milton, and Georgia is in great shape here because now you've got Key rotating back over the top, and he's moving away from this run, and Alabama is blocked up here with Jihad Campbell, with uh, Deontay Lawson. Tried to bring the extra guy anticipating the run, still got picked up, and then up top, you're in man coverage. So if Milton hits this, you've got Key rotating back to the top, away from the run. And it's going to be as easy as it looks. As Milton splits it right there, Key's not going to be able to get there, and it's an easy six. Georgia, just like that, up seven to nothing. There you see it. Good job by the Georgia right guard. It's best guard on this football team. Ratledge gets the kick out on Jihad Campbell. You account for Deontay right there at the point of attack. And it's a walk-in for the Georgia offense. So no Alabama back with the football. First and 10 from its own 25. Sluggish start for this Alabama offense. There's a formation we've grown accustomed to seeing. It's 11 personnel with Robbie Oots off the ball. But Kendrick Law, again, in that sort of role as either a wide receiver, slot receiver, uh, H-back type, even lined him up in the backfield again on occasion on Saturday night. But this is a solid first down run, and we saw some of this for Alabama really in the first quarter when it was able to do some good work between the tackles. You insert Oots into that run. You got good blocking on the interior there. Roydell with emphasis, running with strength. And so it's six yards on first down. You'll take that. So you play a second and four now, and you're still in 11 personnel, but you're motioning Roydell Williams out of the backfield. So you're really getting things spread out here. This is a really nice play by Malachi Starks. Good protection. That's just a three-man pass rush, so it should be. You got the spy sitting there in the middle of the field. Jalen surveying finally gets around to Malik Benson. Looks like it's going to be a chunk pickup for the Alabama receiver. But you see Starks here. He plays through the football Benson isn't able to secure the catch right here. Watch Starks just punch that ball out. It has to happen a half tick quicker against a team like Georgia in terms of getting the ball put away because these guys, uh, they know how to get the job done through the catch. 
So again, nothing for Alabama. Six offensive plays, four yards for Alabama offensively on its first two possessions of the game. Now Alabama, you see, Saban talked about this too post-game. The adjustment for Alabama was more of its 40 and then split safeties uh, on the back end. And that's what Alabama's doing here. You don't see Jalen Key back here by himself here in Alabama's nickel package. You got Malachi down there. And this is sort of a pin and pull run play, but it's incorporating a pass uh, behind the line of scrimmage to Brock Bowers. You'll see Bowers up here. He's going to come across as a slicer, I like to call him. After the play action, you pull the backside guard, you take it on with Braswell, but gives the look of sort of a counter with Bowers as a blocker. But you'll see here, Dom Lovett is coming down on a pin. And then you're going to pull to the outside here to try to get Bowers another one of those easy touches in the flat. Malachi plays it well, beats the block attempt of Dom Lovett. And, you know, Georgia's wide receivers, this isn't their best blocking bunch. We'll see that throughout the game as well. But Malachi with a great job here, beating the block and making the tackle for loss on Brock Bowers. Got him once, weren't going to get him again with that one. So now you get into a third and 13 for the Georgia offense. And when you get trips to the field with Bowers in here, you're thinking, what? It's the seam right down through here, right? Going to run him right down the hash marks uh, for the Georgia offense. Four-man pass rush for Alabama. Beck knows where he's going from the outset of this. And why wouldn't you absolutely take a shot with Bowers, even if he is less than 100%? And this is a matchup we were all wanting to see. Caleb Downs, the freshman All-American against the best tight end in the game. And Caleb does a nice job there, especially right there at getting his hands up. So there's no question to the officials that his hands are out of the play. He's not holding. He's not grabbing Brock Bowers. And then you get Malachi Moore with an interception opportunity there. More of those split safeties. And Malachi can't come up with it, but it is a much-needed third-down stop for the Alabama defense. You'll see it here again. Downs running with Bowers, hands up. Good coverage. And more with the near takeaway. So Alabama with the football following the Georgia punt, really needing to sustain something at this point. And so the Crimson Tide here working with 12 personnel. And this is a cool designed run with Jalen because watch Robbie Oots, how he pivots out here. You get some down blocks to kind of get this thing set up. And then look at Seth McLaughlin from the center position. You'll see this action too to jam, uh, to jam coming up in a little bit. It went for a tackle for loss. It wasn't the same blocking scheme though on the run. And it's one of those things that makes you wonder, is Alabama reading this with Jalen Milrow? This looks like predetermined, going to run him on this action with Oots pivoting, turning, getting out in front. Here comes Seth McLaughlin as well. And Jalen's not going to waste a lot of time. He's going to go get what he can get here. And it's about five yards after initial contact. So a nice nine-yard pickup for the Alabama quarterback on first down. You see it here again. Pull Jaden Roberts from right guard. Again, these different linebackers for Georgia in the game. You got 32. This was kind of a two-way deal. I think either way you were going to be fine. You had Jam on the edge going left, and then with uh, Jalen keeping here, look at Seth out there running. Those offensive linemen love that. 
Kendrick Law, again, doing a nice job between the hashes there. Uh, Oots out in front. Maybe if Jalen's a little more patient, he can get a little bit more out of that run, but you're going to take nine yards on first down anytime you can get it. So first and 10 for the Alabama offense. And here is some 13 personnel. And you saw this throughout the game on Saturday. Amari Nyblack, Robbie Oots, uh, C.J. Dupree, sometimes Miles Kitzelman. Uh, mixed in there. Maybe some Danny Lewis and some 14 and short yardage and goal line, but offset back with Jam Miller to Jalen's left. And on the snap, just kind of a straight give behind those three tight ends. And you're able to get some good work there on the interior. Well, that's a nice job by Seth McLaughlin there. Look at Stackhouse right here for Georgia. We saw this a couple of times, just getting thrown out of the club, so to speak. But Jam gets behind his guys, and he's going to pick up eight. Another effective first down run. Watch it right here on this double. You know, this is pretty much what duo looks like. Double team, double team, and then the back kind of goes off of this inside linebacker. It's his choice for the back. And you'll see, <laughs> look at Booker on this block right here, a stack house. Uh, and then Miller's able to just work inside good job by Caden Proctor too getting up to the second level look at Caden and it is a nice pickup for the Crimson Tide on first down second three now for the Alabama offense with 440 left in the first quarter it's 11 personnel with the tight end to the top you're going to motion Jalen Hale across to balance out the formation shotgun snap and this is that action we talked about earlier when you ran the, the quarterback on the design run with the pullers, right? Here come the pullers again from the backside, but you don't get a down block on this Georgia defensive tackle who is head up your left guard, Tyler Booker. So when he gets up the field, this is not going to get blocked by uh, Seth McLaughlin right here. You're asking Seth McLaughlin to reach this guy. You're pulling these two guys. You almost need the tight end to just block down here and hope that Jam you know, can get the edge against this guy. Because if this guy nearest the ball is getting up the field like he is, it's a dead play. And that's pretty much what it is. And also, again, you wonder a little bit if Jalen's reading this, if this is predetermined. You know, if Jalen's reading it, he's probably reading that guy. And that guy's soft. So he's thinking, you know, we can make this work. But you're not accounting for this guy at the, the two technique. And he's getting up the field, and that's not a block you're going to make. I think that was dead either way. Even if Jalen kept it, that didn't look to be in a place where Alabama was going to be able to do much. So Alabama settles for a Will Reichard field goal. Will Reichard becomes the NCAA's all-time leading scorer all by himself in the process. You see, though, third down conversions for Alabama to this point, 0 for 3. Georgia with the football now and going to try to run this little quick toss into the boundary. Georgia tried this a couple of times, had similar success on third down on a couple of them. And you'll see some good stuff here by a number of guys. You'll see it's a run blitz from Trez Marshall, the former Georgia Bulldog. So he's got early penetration, but Caleb Downs, another Georgian, is going to just shoot this right here. You're in good shape as far as edge setting down here against these Georgia wide receivers. You got numbers into the boundary. You're going to make that play every time. Trez and Dallas Turner and those guys, Deontay Lawson, clean it up. But 
it's the run force on a couple of different fronts. It starts with Trez Marshall there between the tackles, and then Caleb comes running the alley, and it's going to be a stuff there on a third and short for the Georgia offense. And again, the Alabama offense back on the field. Here is Jalen on a low snap. Again, another first down run that's very effective and more of that duo concept for Alabama with the early double teams and you see them get to the second level. Now this inside linebacker has no chance against Roydell Williams because Roydell's going to hit the edge and he's going to run through contact for an extra four or five yards, 12 yards on first down for the Crimson Tide. And we'll see it again as you get this sort of bunch in here. And now you've got McLaughlin and Booker climbing to the second level. Oots coming across to seal the backside. And Roydell makes the most of it. Makes a nice cut here. Sees his soft spot to finish the run and does just that. You get into the second quarter now. And you got a fourth and one for the Crimson Tide. And again, tight ends galore for Alabama. It is 13 plus Kendrick Law, so it still feels like almost 14 personnel, but you're going to go to the area that's been your best, really, over the second half of the season, and that's off the right side. You get a good job here by the tight ends. Kitzelman with a kick out, Dupree with a down block, Oots with a down block. You're good enough on the interior that Roydell's able to get behind his pads, and again, these are runs that Roydell struggled with a year ago. You know, you remember the Texas game, especially in Austin, where he kind of tripped over feet and couldn't keep his feet clean. Well, he does a much better job of that this year as he gets in there behind the right side and those three tight ends again, and he's able to get the job done on fourth and one for the Crimson Tide. More 13 personnel for Alabama on a first and 10 a few plays later, and here comes the zone or the duo one more time, this time to Jam Miller. He's going to get in there between the guards, and you see the flag come in here. This is a hold that's called on Jaden Roberts, and I just don't see it. If anything, it's a pancake. Look at J.C. Latham on the double team there. It's not a chop block either. Um, yeah, that looks like just winning by the offensive line is what that looks like to me. And then what about C.J. Allen, 33 for Georgia? J.C. Latham just helped wash away one of your defensive linemen, and now he's dialing you up on the second level. That's rough, but there's the flag, and it ends up going against Roberts. Yeah, it wasn't much. First and 20 now for Alabama, and again, Georgia rotating in those inside linebackers, and this one's a true freshman that Alabama is able to pick on this time. You see Oots and Dupree down here to the bottom of the screen, with the back behind them. And they're going to work a mesh concept. And it's more of that 13 personnel. Amari Nyblack to the top. You'll see Dupree early. And Oots is running some serious interference up the field. With Dupree behind him. Gets his hands up. I'm not picking anybody. Then you got Dupree and Nyblack crossing. And the true freshman linebacker, five for Georgia. He gets caught up in all that. And here comes jam running the rail into the boundary and that's about as easy of a throw and catch as you can get for a touchdown and suddenly Alabama has gone into the lead there you see again all these different linebackers for Georgia in the game seven 
five. We talked about 32, 11, 18, two. Uh, and Jalen's able to take advantage of the youngster right here. Throw and catch, jam for six. Alabama now into the lead. First and 10 for Georgia midway through the second quarter. And this is Shotsville right here from about the 32-yard line of Alabama. Being aggressive on early downs. And I like the play design from Georgia because in most instances, you know, this backside corner is going to bite on, we'll see it again here, Kool-Aid, you'll see him. But with Bowers here, most teams are going to be so hypersensitive to him that this backside corner, watch Kool-Aid, right? When Bowers breaks it down right here, I think in a lot of cases, this corner is going to say, oh, I got to I got to come up and help on Bowers, which leaves you exposed to the post coming over the top to Smith. But Kool-Aid doesn't do that. He keeps running. And this is kind of a predetermined shot, I'm sure. Beck's going here all the way. Kool-Aid, if he's 6'2", he makes the pick there. But Terry and Arnold in good shape, too. There you see it just off the fingertips of Kool-Aid McKinstry, and it goes incomplete. Nice work, though by the Alabama secondary. Georgia now on a first and 10 from the Alabama red zone. Good stuff coming up in this sequence from Deontay Lawson. Going to run zone to Kendall Milton. And the thing you want to do with Kendall Milton is because he's not a dynamic guy, you want to keep him from between the hash marks. He wants to run this right there. That's where he wants to run. That's where he's at his best, clearly. You saw it on the touchdown run earlier. Uh, but Alabama is able to force him coming up here to bounce. Uh, Deontay does a nice job filling there. Good stuff from Justin Aboigby early. You know, you try to block Justin Aboigby with a tight end. I don't care if it is Brock Bowers. You're probably not getting a win there. And Justin, with his physicality, pretty much makes Milton run that ball between the tackles where Deontay is able to get into that gap and make the stop. So now it's second and 10. You got a two-back set, and this feels like Georgia is maybe also setting up something for later. You know, we're going to see this later in the game. We see Bowers out here, lined up in the backfield. See him coming out here as a blocker. You know, Georgia's going to take a shot with that on a pass play coming up in the second half. And not just a pass play, but a pass play with an Alabama substitute in the game at corner, but Alabama does what you want to do here. You want to make Milton bounce. This is not his strength. And Deontay, I thought, obviously felt better this week than he did last week because you see him get out here and make this play. And also, again, you know, Jarquez Hunter, Austin for Auburn, they are perimeter-oriented runners. This is not Kendall Milton's game, and Alabama is able to take advantage of it so now you're in third and 12, two by two for Georgia at the snap. Alabama is going to bring the four-man pass rush and speed to power up here by Dallas Turner. Look at this. This isn't going to take long. Good job down here by the interior guys constricting the pocket, pushing the pocket, but being disciplined in their approach because whereas Carson Beck is not uh, Lamar Jackson, he's still athletic enough if you just – get out of control with your approach. He can still hurt you with his legs, uh, but that's not going to happen here as Dallas Turner gets the win with the bull rush to force the Georgia field goal. Ends up being a 50-ish yarder attempt. 
for Woodring of Georgia, the true freshman. He was 20 of 23 coming into the game. And we talked about it before here on the show. From that left sort of hash mark or the left side, the kickers like it over there because they can line up on that right post and kind of be aggressive with that plant foot, get it up the field, really take a full swing at it. Wittering kind of hit that like he was just trying to steer it through a little bit. And so it stays out right and it catches that right upright. And in real time, I thought, I think that thing still went through. I thought, I thought he banked it in, uh, but he did not. And boy, did that prove big later in the game, a three point win for Alabama. So Alabama now, Late in the second quarter, up 10-7. to seven. Important because Georgia's going to get the ball coming out to start the third quarter. So I thought it was borderline critical to be in the lead, knowing that Georgia would have an opportunity to either tie the game or go ahead there early in the third quarter. And this is a third and 21. And in retrospect, this is a huge play in the game. Not because Alabama converts it, because it, Alabama does not. But Alabama puts itself in position here with Jalen on the straight drop, four-man pass rush for Georgia. Pretty good protection. Uh, You've got Jalen Hale coming across here. Jalen, though, is going to go to Amari Nyblack, really try to fit one in, and he's able to do it against really good coverage from Malachi Starks. You'll see it right here. Great catch by Amari Nyblack in traffic. Starks gets his hand in there. It's almost simultaneous, you think, going to the ground, but it's Amari that wins that one. And so now you're able to give consideration to going on fourth and four. Georgia uh, wouldn't be pulled off sides. Alabama had to call a timeout. And so you're going to take a shot here from 11 personnel on fourth and four. Motion Kobe Prentice to the field. Jalen gets pretty good protection against a five-man pass rush. Georgia does bring the one inside linebacker a little bit late, and you're getting interior heat now. Look at Jalen's feet. Not really able to step into this at all. If you're thinking, hey, hit the crossers at the sticks, well, they're pretty well accounted for. So Jalen's going to take a shot with his guy, Isaiah Bond, against Dalen Everett in one-on-one coverage. What a catch. Yeah, that's right. It was ruled a catch for Isaiah Bond. Again, another aspect of this game that will be talked about for years to come, especially from the Georgia perspective. Should there been a replay? Should there been a stoppage? But give Alabama credit for a couple of things here. Alabama got up to the line, ran a play, didn't get anything really out of the play. But you know, instead of no points, uh, it played uh, a second and long. And Jalen's going to make good use of it with Jermaine Burton right here from the red zone. A little bit of a low snap there for Jalen. He's able to pull it in. You know what? George is not going to get beat on that rail route this time, are they? Nope. Not going to happen this time. But Jalen looks like he's pretty much coming off of that side of the field. And understandably, there's nothing out here. There's nothing to the top. So he comes down to the... Kind of dig route, I guess you could say, from Jermaine Burton. And again, protection is what it needs to be against a four-man pass rush. And then when you keep this inside linebacker in there, you're essentially, without blitzing, committing five guys to the quarterback on a second and 10. Jalen takes his shot. Despite going against inside leverage from Everett, 
Look at that ball. I mean, it hits Jermaine Burton essentially in the face mask, and he's able to hang on because, again, Dalen Everett is, again, in great shape. You see him down here at the bottom. He's playing inside leverage. You know, this is a play that just shouldn't get completed. But Jalen is, he's got conviction in where he wants to go with it. And the ball comes out when it needs to. And this is driven in there. That's a long throw, and it is on the money. So now at 17-7, to Alabama up 10, Georgia trying to get back into this football game. And here comes that little toss sweep uh, into the boundary again. Remember, Alabama stuffed it on a third down in the first half. Well, Georgia's going to run it again with Delp in motion. And right now, Delp coming across here, number four. You see the the down blocks coming from the wide receivers. Delp is thinking, I'm getting either three or one here. Got to get one of those two. And as you see Delp come around, he doesn't get either. And what a force by Terry and Arnold coming up there. And it's going to be another third and short stuff on that little toss into the boundary. You'll see it one more time. Arnold aggressive. Give Jihad Campbell some credit. He's able to get over the top. Pretty good shape there. And now you got Kool-Aid coming in with Jihad Campbell to clean that thing up. And it is a stop. Well, similar to the first half, the Alabama offense coming out of the break, really struggled to sustain much. So now you're putting that defense back out there. And this is going to be a shot play from Georgia. We'll watch it here. Here comes Bowers to give you a little eye candy with the motion back to the boundary. You got trips into the boundary now. You'll see Love It down here at the bottom. Kind of gives off a little bit of a screen feel, like it might be the quick game. But this is a shot all the way, and Georgia is able to get Smith on Jalen Key, trying to cover over the top here. And this is going to be the longest pass play of the game for the Georgia Bulldogs. You see it here again on the replay. You end up with basically two guys. You end up with Malachi and Jahad Campbell down here. And you'll see Kool-Aid. Once he sees this is an instance where I think Bowers does influence you, you'll see Kool-Aid, he'll see Bowers in breaking. So there goes Kool-Aid with him. And when that happens, now you're over the top with a safety on a speedster. And as we see just about on a weekly basis now in college football, that's going to go pretty well for the offense. So now the Georgia offense, once again, inside the Alabama red zone on a first and 10 play, this is going to be a toss to the edge here to Milton. And this is the play where Dallas Turner and Kool-Aid McKinstry collide right there. You see Dallas getting in on the tackle. You see Kool-Aid's head. Those things come together, and it doesn't end well for Alabama. You see Dallas Turner there grabbing his hip. It looks like Kool-Aid might be deemed right there. He doesn't feel good. See that right there? Look at Kool-Aid's head. Look at Dallas Turner. And it's not a great result for the Alabama defense. You'll see Turner right there grabbing at that left side. And so if you're Georgia, you're thinking, all right, if even if Dallas Turner stays out there, he's probably not right right now. And also on this side, we've got Trey Amos in the game now at corner. And this is what I talked about earlier when Georgia lined Bowers up in the backfield and ran behind him to the edge. I think Deontay made the uh, 
made the tackle there on that play. But this time, instead of blocking, Bowers is going to try to run right by this corner. And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you test Trey Amos in that way? See, look at Bowers. I'm blocking. I'm blocking. Uh, now I'm going to slip here. And Amos doesn't take the cheese. He's running with Brock Bowers, and he gets that hand in there for the pass breakup. Here you see it again. Bowers, oh, I'm going to block you. No, I'm just going to run here. Tries to get back out to the corner. Good leverage from Trey Amos. Gets that hand in there. Gets that head around enough. That's a hell of a one-on-one for the Louisiana transfer, Trey Amos. Big, big play there in the red zone. So now third and seven for Georgia from the Alabama 16-yard line. Dime look for the Crimson Tide. You've got Christian Story in here at safety in the dime now because you're playing with Trey Amos at a corner, and you're going to keep Terry and Arnold at a corner. you got your sub-DBs with Downs and Malachi. And so we run it here, shotgun snap, four-man pass rush for Alabama. Actually, they're bringing five here. Beck wants to work out to the right, and then he thinks about this back coming off late. This may have been by design. Deontay keeps running with the back, though. And by that time, the clock goes off in Beck's head. He's going to beat it to the right. Braswell able to close quickly and get a hit. And now Christian Story undercuts this thing perfectly to Brock Bowers. Hits him right in the hand. You'll see it right here. Back tries to slip off there, but just enough pressure to force Beck out of the pocket. Story's in good shape, pretty much manned up on Bowers. And he makes a play right here for a pass breakup. Could have been a pick, but forces Georgia to settle for a red zone field goal. So that's still somewhat of a success. Alabama offensively struggling now in this third quarter. And in a third and long, needs to get something to move the chains. And Georgia's going to bring the corner cat, going to bring... Lassiter, the Tuscaloosa native, number three from down here. And the way that this plays out, you get a bad matchup here initially. Your back's having to pick up more of an edge defensive lineman type and does a good job of it and really gets a twofer because Lassiter essentially runs into it. And so when you bring this corner for Georgia, now you've got Starks coming over the top, rotating over to Jermaine Burton. Jalen stands in there and give him credit. This is a well-placed ball with something on it. Starks is closing. Look at that ball that ball placement. Yeah, throw that about as well as you can right there. If you're Jalen Milrow and a much-needed first down, you'll see it again. Ball is to the outside. Jermaine aggressive with those hands, and it is a first down. And again, 11 uh, Walker for Georgia was a problem. He starts this play, third and four for Alabama. Looks like he's going to be lined up inside. Then he kicks to the edge here. And you'll see at the snap, watch Caden Proctor. He'll initially go down with Booker. Doesn't really need to, though, because Booker's in good shape. And now he tries to kick back out late, and it's too late because Walker is in Jalen Milrose lap. What about Jalen? Tried to keep playing here. It was close, too. I mean, they had to go to the super slow-mo, but right there, you know, even if that goes to review, they're going to call him down. Plus, the rear end might have touched, but 
hey, why? Hey, why not take a shot if you're Jalen? You'll see it one more time right here that those crumbled tire pieces, I think they still use on these turf fields. You can see them kind of fly up there a little bit. Maybe not so much with the calf, but Jalen ruled down. It's a big play because you're on the edge of field goal range. Uh, and you can make it a two-score game right there, and the sack takes you out of that. But James Burnup does come on. A little bit of an up-and-down day for James, uh, but this is a good one. Hang 10 approach here. Uh, pins the dogs down at its five-yard line. Once again, Kendrick Law down there in coverage. Georgia incurs a penalty, pre-snap penalty, and gets into a first and 15 from its own 17-yard line. You got a condensed formation with the motion now. Georgia loves these. Alabama does too. And the dog's going to get a little fancy here with the ball handling deep in their own end. And some of that approach that we saw with Oots earlier, it's one of those things, one of those trends in football now, this sort of reverse pivot with a slider from the tight end position and go back out the other way. And we talked about this on second watch for the Auburn game when Javarius Johnson scored on the end around uh, in the Iron Bowl last Saturday. This was going to be coming from the Georgia offense. Now, does it entail Brock Bowers or Ladd McConkey if both or either of those guys are 100% healthy? I'm going to guess yes. But Dylan Bell has been used in that utility role for the dogs throughout the season. So fake the give there to Edwards going one way. And boy, if I'm the Georgia staff, yeah, that's that's cool and all. That's, that's some cool ball handling. But that this has got to get given to Bell on the end around. You, you can't just kind of toss that up there. Uh, Alabama more than happy that that was the way Carson Beck went about it because watch Trez Marshall, the former Bulldog, now that, that the ball is on the field. He's going to go get that, and he does, and it is a big takeaway for the Alabama defense. Here you see it. Some cool stuff. I mean, you're pulling the, the backside guys, um, and then you're going to reverse pivot with Delt, but watch this. I mean, I, oof, that's being loose with the football deep in your own end, and the dogs pay as Marshall comes up with the recovery. So now Alabama with a real opportunity late in the third quarter, under a minute to go. You've got a chance here to go up 14 as you head into the fourth quarter. It's a third and nine for the Crimson Tide. Trips to the field. You've got Dupree down here on the line of scrimmage at the bottom of the formation. And you'll see this. Jermaine Burton is working from the inside position here. He's going to try to work that over route. And he's going against a safety here. It's a really good safety in Bullard. But this is a chance to, to hit it. Because you've got the coverage you want against the guy you want. And Jalen knows where he wants to go with the football. But you get some pressure right here where Jaden Roberts is at that right guard position. And again, I think that's Walker for Georgia. And still an opportunity for Burton to finish this play. But you'll see right here, I mean, he is getting to the pylon there. He's, he's open. Uh, but the pressure sort of forces the underthrow and gives that defensive back at least a chance to affect Jermaine and lead to an incompletion. Alabama forced to settle for another red zone field goal. Was that four in the last two weeks? 
after being nearly perfect where touchdown conversion rate is for nearly a month. So it's what good defenses will do. And certainly Georgia's is capable of that. So we start the fourth quarter now. Georgia with the football, first and 10 out near the UGA 40. And what you're going to see here is Jaheim Otis winning early against Georgia's best offensive guard, Ratledge. And that's going to force back up into the pocket. And that's going to lead to Justin Aboigbe getting off his guy and finishing off back for a sack. And that's big, especially on a first and 10, because Alabama was usually going to have heavy nickel personnel in the game. Dallas Turner is out right now. So Braswell's in there. You've got three defensive linemen in your first down nickel, and you're still able to get to the quarterback and get Georgia behind the sticks there on the first play of the fourth quarter. You'll see it again. Otis right here. And also Braswell is going to win to the edge. Beck kind of figures that out. He's not going to have the time to get the ball into this intermediate range. And that was obviously another goal for the Alabama defense. Force Georgia to get away from the easy touches, the quick game. Make Beck have to sit in there against your pass rush and wait for things to develop that need time to develop. He didn't get that here. And a boy bee's able to produce the sack right there. So second and 13 for the dogs from their own 35. Back off play action one more time. And again, Otis doing some good stuff in the pass rush right there. See him getting inside, getting that hand up. And this is some really nice coverage from Terry and Arnold on the back end on Lad McConkey. You'll see it again. McConkey dealing with what looked to be a lower extremity issue throughout the game Saturday. Right here, though, the get-off looks pretty good for Lad McConkey, but Arnold's still going to run the route. Maybe right here when McConkey has to break it down at the top is where he was feeling it the most. Maybe not as precise with his routes at the top, but boy, Terry ran the route for 84 right there. Gets the hand in for the pass breakup. So now third and 13 for Georgia from its own 35. Alabama going to bring five here. You got Deontay coming off the bottom. You got a little bit of a twist there in the middle. And once again, there's that dude, Trey Amos. Another opportunity for an interception too. But again, we talk about running the route. Look at Amos. He gets his head around when the receiver gets his head around and has it go right off his hands there near the Alabama sideline. Takeaway opportunity goes for not, but again, Alabama forces a punt. Alabama, once again, not able to do much with it. And so Georgia needing a spark here. And Burnup looking to turn the field for the Crimson Tide. This is not a good punt. Right there, when I saw it come off Burnup's foot from that angle, I said, that's going to be returnable in the middle of the field because you can see he's trying to directionally punt this thing to the left. And another problem you've got for the Alabama punt team right here is that George has got split safeties in the return game. Got two guys back there. You'll see them. Here is Evans and then your primary guy back here. So when you got two guys, and essentially teams will do this not because they're going for a big return, but just to kind of keep, you know, yardage off bounces and things like that to a minimum. But now you've got your coverage unit split in half. See, you've got Kendrick Law down here with Emmanuel Henderson. You got your snapper up here 
Neil and Hibbett covering this thing. But this punt was just so ungood that you, you probably don't have much of a chance regardless. But, but when you combine the elements we just talked about, you have no chance to cover this punt. Your guys are just getting down there, and Evans is running back past them there, right up the seam. I will say this for James Burnup, willing participant as a tackler at least, the Aussie, and he and C.J. Dupree are able to keep this thing from reaching the end zone. But again, I mean, Neyland Hibbett doesn't have a chance to break down. It's going to be tough for a long snapper to make a tackle anyway in that situation. And you've got your coverage guys divvied up now between two return options, and Evans takes advantage of it right here. Fortunate that thing didn't go all the way, but wouldn't matter much because Georgia would find the end zone a short time later. Third and two for the dogs, and this is off zone read action. Jack wants to go from the far hash to the Georgia sideline. I thought this was pretty good coverage by Terry and Arnold. You watch it here. I mean, with what we see in college football and the outside, the hand fighting and everything else, I guess at the top of the route, if you have your hands on a receiver, you're going to expose yourself to this. I also think and continue to think and will always believe you will not change my mind on this. It also has a lot to do with the sideline that you work this to. If you work this to the Alabama sideline, I'm going to guess there isn't a flag or there's a good chance there's not a flag. But when you're working this to the team that throws it sideline, yeah, good luck. And so it goes for a penalty. Georgia gets in the end zone. Now a 20-17 to 17 game with 10-16 left. And Alabama really needing to make something happen. And this is a point where you're wondering a little bit, is Tommy Reese going to crank this thing back up? Is he going to be aggressive? Uh, or is he going to kind of leave it on this defense to try to get home from here? Because you felt like at this point Alabama needed – seven to 10 more. I, I wouldn't have felt good about a field goal, a 23-17 game in this situation, but it's first and 10 and Tommy has something dialed up. Dogs are getting aggressive as the game moves on on defense. You see not just five guys in the box on pass plays, uh, but bringing some pressure now. And it's a five-man rush. Alabama does a nice job in protection. Look at Caden Proctor right here. And you insert Bond here. You bring this linebacker here for Georgia, so Alabama replaces him with Bond right there. That's where the linebacker came from. That's the opening, and Jalen hits it to Isaiah Bond for a much-needed explosive play in the pass. You'll see it. It's a little bit of a delay, and Alabama actually tried to work this earlier on the uh, sack of Jalen. It wasn't able to have time to do it. But does this time, and Bond is open, and this is pretty much the Isaiah Bond drive, as it will be known, I think, throughout the years. So much needed first down for Alabama. Then you turn back to that run game. You bring Tyler Booker from the left guard position, pull him around. He gets his guy, really gets a twofer right there. Look at that. He's got two guys. C.J. Dupree out here on the edge. It's a nice cut by Roydell, decisive. Strong, nine yards on first down. We'll see it again. Watch Booker from the left guard. He comes around and he gets both these guys for Georgia, seven and 33. And you got some nice down blocks. Look at J.C. Latham right here. That's that's borderline something that could get you into trouble. Look at that. Is that Stackhouse again? I think it is. 
Roydell Williams running with power. Third and two. And this might be, I don't know. I know fourth and goal from the 31 against Auburn is going to be the play of the season. It's going to be the play everybody talks about. But in terms of Alabama winning this game, this to me is as big as it gets. Third and two, in large part because of how it goes down. You know, not bad pass protection. Jalen does what he needs to do to sort of navigate it. And Alabama had run trailing crossers on this, and Jalen didn't get to him initially. So now it's just play football. And you've got five Georgia Bulldogs surrounding Jalen. It's kind of a no-look pass. You talk about point guard at the quarterback position. That's pretty much it. And Bond had been crossing the field initially, but we'll see this on the replay. He makes the adjustment on the extended play. See the two crossers right Jalen wants to go to that. I think I think he wants to go to Bond right here, but he's got the first crosser that's going to come open, but there's pressure. So he has to get off of it. And so now he's surrounded, but see Isaiah pivot back. Look at this and make a nice catch too on the run. You'll see it. A little Bryce Young in 2021 almost to Brian Robinson in this same game. So now Alabama with an opportunity to really really administer a devastating blow to UGA. It's 11 personnel. Jalen going to take the snap here. Looks to his left initially. And it takes some time because you'll see Isaiah Bond is trying to cross here. And the inside linebacker for Georgia gets a shot on him. But the protection is so good against this four-man rush. Here's Caden Proctor again. Look at JC. Um, You're good here. You got a one-on-one with uh, Tyler Booker. He's taking care of business. So it takes a while for Isaiah to get there. Eventually he does, and once he does, you've run off this coverage down here now. And now you got Isaiah Bond inside the five on the move. Good job there by Roydell Williams not to block in the back. Isaiah protects the football going to the ground, initially called a touchdown on the field. Review showed that he was down at about the half-yard line. So now on a second and goal, and you got tight end Arama in there for Alabama. Two to each side. Just going to go with the straight give. Tried the, I think, the tush push initially. But on second and goal, Roydell gets in behind C.J. Dupree, who kind of lays down there in the A-gap off the right side. And Roydell's able to find the end zone, and that is a huge answer from the Alabama offense. Watch C.J. Dupree right here on the right. Kind of lays in there and says, come on. Come on, Rodell. Yeah, there we go. It's a touchdown for the Crimson Tide. So you knew Georgia wasn't just going to lay down, down 10. You knew the dogs would be aggressive. And so on first and 10 from 11 personnel with the back offset to the right, Alabama runs a game, runs a little twist down here with Tim Smith and also Chris Braswell. Beck's going to deliver. This is a perfect ball to Brock Bowers, who makes also a hell of a catch here to finish inside the Alabama 10. And so there comes the Georgia answer. And this was big, too, because this is third and goal. Georgia's wanting to preserve those timeouts. They're going fast. They're trying to get into the end zone. Uh, Because remember, before the two-minute mark, even on first downs, the clock's running. Clock doesn't stop for first downs until there's two minutes 
So Georgia doing everything it can to preserve those timeouts while also getting into the end zone. But Alabama does a good enough job down here inside the 10 to at least force a third and goal. And Tim Keenan blows this thing up early. Here you see Keenan, Terry unable to get there from an edge. Um, you got Jihad Campbell cleaning up. And that's big because now Georgia has to – it doesn't matter how fast Georgia goes or how much time it conserves if this thing doesn't end in the end zone. Now, I guess a couple of ways you could have looked at this if you're Georgia. You could have just kicked the field goal there and saved the timeout. And it's still a one-score game. Uh, but Georgia elected to go for it on fourth down, got into the end zone, but had to burn that timeout in the process. So now, again, a- another huge possession, uh, the, the defining possession of this game for the Alabama offense. And how would Tommy Reese go about it? You know, my thought process was you almost have to look at this as a first and goal, uh, but you got a lot more field to work with. So that's a benefit to you as an offense. But this kind of felt like red zone offense initially, uh, first and goal offense for Alabama. Tough snap. Jalen corrals it. You got Isaiah Bond motioning across. You're going to pull Jaden Roberts. But look at these down blocks on this design quarterback run. C.J. Dupree, Caden Proctor. Here comes Jaden Roberts. You got a nice kick out right here on the edge. And now you've got Jalen with room to work, and he's able to do it. You stay with your blocks there. You don't hold on seven. That's key. You got a downfield block right here. Look at this. That's good stuff, too. Don't hold there. Don't hold. Let him go. And now Jalen's going to hit this thing and do the smart thing. Get on his tail inbounds here. Here you see it again. Those down blocks by Dupree and Proctor. Oots out here on the kick out. Jalen in the open field here. Nice block right here. Is that Kendrick? I think it is. That is exactly the people you want to run behind right there. Those tight ends, Kendrick Law, uh, just good, good stuff from Alabama there in an in-game situation. So Alabama now, a few plays later, in a second and eight, and we've seen Alabama run this sort of toss action, quick toss action. It's been mostly into the boundary, as I recall, but this time they do it to the wide side, and they bring Oots around along with Tyler Booker, and you get the crease right here. Here's a nice job one more time on Stackhouse for Georgia. Alabama was very effective against 78. Look at that. I mean... Jaden Roberts just mauling right there. JC gets his job done, and now you got the opening you need for Jalen Milrow to pretty much go finish this game. You'll see it again. Oots comes in. Booker comes in. Look at what Jaden Roberts is doing right here from the right guard position. JC gets enough of his guy. And now Jalen's going to hit that little crease and give 22 Bullard credit for Georgia. He punches this thing out at the end. This is a fumble. You'll see it again right here. That, I mean, that's what you've got to do if you're 22 in that situation. Fortunately for Alabama, Jalen is able to pretty much fall right back on it. But, boy, you think about the possibilities if that ball goes to Georgia there with a minute 20 left. This was a little confusing for me. Um, I'm not sure with 121 left. And Georgia down to one timeout. Why you even hand the ball off here? Alabama did it. 
I guess maybe you're thinking we need to run a little bit of time on the play. I'm, my answer to that is go under center, have Jalen take the snap, you know, move around two or three yards behind the play if you want to do that to time it up with the game clock. But uh, kind of a woo moment there. And look, you're comfortable with Roydell because we haven't seen him put the ball on the ground. But boy, wasn't sure you needed that. This is what you like to see. The under center, kneel it down, clock running, Georgia out of timeouts. This right here is going to do it. That's it. Alabama, 27, Georgia, 24. Jalen Milrow, SEC champion, just like we all thought after the South Florida game, right? We all had it. 